Hello world. Welcome to the Daring World podcast. With your host Frank Mondoze. Today I'm going to lay out an amazing tool for everyone to use in their everyday life. It's called the four steps to stalking your shadow. Everyone has a shadow. Shadow are those parts of ourselves that we deny. So get ready, listen carefully, and open yourself to fully receive this amazing technique that can surely change your life. So without further ado, this week's episode of the Daring World Podcast, Stalking Your Shadow. So the shadow are those parts of us that we reject or we deny. We do that so well that we take those parts, we've taken them sometime in our history, probably a long, long time ago in our, in our youth somewhere, when something happened and we said, I will never do that, I will never be like that. So it's like we take these pieces and we stuff them so deep in our consciousness. Like it's like in the back of that closet, like under that box that we never move. So it's like so deep that actually we forget that we took that thing and we put it back there. And so then all of a sudden we're going through the world and this shows up in somebody. And you're like, what a horrible person that is. Like, that person pisses me off. That person triggers me. That person is wrong. A lot of judgment goes to that person. But ultimately, what we're judging is that disowned part of ourselves. The part of ourselves that we said we hate. So that's the shadow. So the shadow has a tendency uh, to creep up and wreak havoc in your life. It's a piece that like leaks your energy because the more you're focused on the outside and how the outside needs to be different in order for you to feel good, the more we're putting energy and trying to control all of that instead of coming into wholeness and oneness with the fact that we've got these pieces and only when I come to love this piece or acknowledge or like clean out my closet, take it out and look at it and like, oh my God, I got that piece. What am I going to do with it? You can't kill it. The shadow is not killable. It's not. The best thing you could do with your shadow is learn how to make friends with it and ask him to be on your side as an ally. And so the, uh, the, the shadow becomes a great teacher as well as a, as a great partner. Because when those pieces come up, we could be, it brings more consciousness to the way we move in the world. And we could stop leaking the energy towards there. So one of the you know, superpowers of the shadow is that it's uh, quite elusive. It's really good at being camouflaged. That's why it's the shadow. It's like the shadow. The sun hits us and the shadow's behind us. So we rarely see the shadow. So how do we deal with this? So there's four ways to stalk the shadow. So we can look at this like being a hunter. The first one is sweetness. So I'm going to give you the tool. I'm going to explain it. And then I'll bring it back to hunting. And then I'll go to the next tool. I'll explain it and I'll bring it back to hunting. 
So sweetness. When we recognize that we are acting out our shadow, it often comes with a lot of shame when we come into the recognition of it. It's like, fuck, I did it again. Fuck, I raised my voice. I Fuck, I lost control. And so what ends up happening is the, the very human parts of us wants to hate ourselves for that. So we take out the whip and we go into self-flagellation. Frank, you're bad. You're so bad. You did it again. How dare you? You're never going to grow up. You're never going to be better. So we go into self-flagellation. But there's, that does not serve. So the first piece we got to bring is sweetness. It's, we know that we're human. We know that we're going to fall in these um, patterns. And so when it comes up, instead of going into the self-flagellation, is give ourselves sweetness. We're, we're so used to giving the sweetness to the other person. We're so good at holding space for the other person. But when it comes to ourselves, we're kind of like not too nice to ourselves. So understanding that transformation is a process and that awareness is the part that serves. So once you've become aware and once you see the, the shadow, it's like there's no point in self-flagellation. The first key is sweetness. So what would that look like if we were hunting a buffalo or a deer? It's like the first thing we're going to do is we're going to find out what the buffalo or the deer likes to eat or like what's its treat. So we're going to collect that treat and we're going to, you know, bring sweetness. We're going to lure out the deer with our sweetness. Look how sweet I am. Look at, I brought you berries. The second piece is cunning. Does everybody understand what cunning is? Cunning is like the fox. You know, you're cunning like the fox. What is the fox? The fox is smart. It has this way it's, it could uh, find its way into things. It could find its, you know, it's really just be getting one step ahead so that when the situation comes, it's like, ah, I'm in front. I got you. I got ahead of this situation. So the, the shadow needs to be stalked with some cunning. So it's like, how do we get in front of the behavior? How do we have awareness? And like, I know that I react like this. I know I like behave like this. How can I outsmart my shadow, outsmart my ego? And so if we went back to the buffalo or the deer, it's like, what's the behavior of the deer? What is the trails that it likes to come out? What is its habits? How does he do his day? So we, we spend some time watching the deer. And so, like, oh, I know that the deer usually at 11 o'clock starts to come out. He comes to the watering hole. All right, so maybe at the watering hole, I want him to move a bit to the left. So I'm going to put out my treats and my sweetness over here so that he's going to move in a place that I want him to move. Cunning. One step ahead of the deer. The third piece is patience. 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 
Because there's no way you are going to slay your ego or your shadow from today or to, to, to tomorrow. It's a long-term process. Your deepest, darkest shadows need time. You need to see it. You need to say the way it behaves. You need to understand why it does that. So the gift is patience. So when it comes to the hunting metaphor, it's like you don't go hunting, making noise, running through the forest. You know, the minute a rabbit hears you, it, it alerts the deer and then the deer is out. You know what I mean? It's like everything is interconnected in the forest. So we have to be patient. We got to sit. We got to learn how to be quiet. We got to learn how to get into stillness. We got to learn how to just wait. And it's this piece like, okay, I did that behavior again. All right. The only thing I could do is acknowledge it and be patient until the next opportunity comes where there is a habit that is coming and that I need to get in front of. So we could only wait until the next time this habit or behavior shows up. And so when it does show up, and that we're ahead of it, and we see it coming, so now we see the deer coming, it's coming to the watering hole, oh look, it got, it sees the berries, it's moving towards the berries, I got him exactly where I want him. I've been investing all these years and doing all this transformation work to see my shadow, my deer, getting exactly where I want it. I'm in front of it. I got him in the crosshairs. So this fourth piece is ruthlessness. <laughs> that when you've been sweet, you've been patient, you got one step ahead of it, and now you got it exactly where you want it. So it's either if you step into a moment of unconsciousness, you fall back. And then you, get, you restart the, the, the pattern of sweetness, cunning, and patience. But when you get him, and you see him, you are not going to hesitate to take the shot. And if we're talking about the hunting metaphor, you're going to go for the kill shot. Because you don't want the animal to suffer. You don't want to injure him and then track him for hours. And then, you know, you want to be compassionate, loving, and sometimes to the most compassionate and loving thing you could do is be ruthless. And so, in the old indigenous cultures, they used to be very one with everything. They used to pray before the hunt, and then when they would get the shot, they would pray before the shot, and they would not hesitate to take the shot, because taking that shot and killing that deer, your whole tribe is counting on you to bring back that deer and that food for the winter. Your whole body, your whole system, your whole heart is counting on you to not continue that shadow behavior. 
Because you want to get better. So when it cut, when it's in your crosshairs, you're going to take that fucking shot and you're going to make it a kill shot. Meaning you are going to choose, even though it really feels good to go into your habitual hab- uh, reaction, even though that's actually what you want to do. I want to yell. I want to tell somebody off. But I know that that ultimately is the source of my pain. So when it happens, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to be ruthless with myself. And then it's like when the the deer is shot and killed, I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to thank it for giving its life to me. I'm going to thank it for the gift of life it's giving to my tribe. I'm going to thank my shadow for giving me the awareness of the separation I am in. Because ultimately it's all about separation. And so this is the journey of stalking the shadow. It's a journey of consistent sweetness with yourself getting ahead of how you behave, bringing awareness to how you behave, and getting one step ahead of it, cunning, being patient because hunting and stalking is not done in an instant, and then being ruthless when you've got it in your crosshairs. There you have it, folks. A full run-through on stalking the shadow. The last thing I would like to say about the shadow is the best way to deal with the shadow is to own your own. So really focus on your own shadows. And there's so much temptation to want to point out other people's shadow. But the best thing we could do is continually do our own work and drop any attachment to anyone in your life doing their shadow work. You can't force people to do work that they and only they can do themselves. I invite you to continue following my adventures either here on the Daring World podcast or on YouTube at the Spiritual Playboy Vlogs or at any of my trainings or tours. You can find my full schedule at frankmondose.com So on that note, remember, let love free. It's the only way we'll ever change anything. Peace.